What's up, everyone? Back again with another episode of Daily Mind Podcast. How's everyone's day, evening, whatever's happening on your side of the world? Hopefully, it's all going really, really well. You got everything done for the day and, you know, you got home back in one piece. Me, on the other hand, done with work for the day, which was, wasn't really work. It was kind of pointless. Technically, had the day off, but politics always play a hand in shit, so had to work anyway. Anyway, day wasn't too bad, so... We're just gonna get right into the episode today. I'm gonna talk about um, Grand Theft Auto. Um, not particularly just the trailer, even though that kind of inspired the episode. Was the brand new Grand Theft Auto Six trailer that dropped about a week ago? Um, already millions and millions have waited for that to come, and basically everybody have seen it. Everybody critiqued it, memed it, um, you name it, all the parodies and stuff like that. But you even have people out there that, that is really like deeply analyzing this 90 second trailer, trying to find all the little Easter eggs and shit like that. But um, I think like the biggest part of that trailer that caught everybody was the fact uh, the game isn't coming out until 2025. That's a long, long time. The game has been in development for, for what I've read, 12 years almost at a budget of $2 billion. In fact, it's going to be if it's already on record to be the most expensive video game ever produced. If there's one thing you know about Rockstar, Rockstar Games, um, they slow cook their, their games. They don't really make their games very quick, like, you know, like a two-hour, I mean, a two-hour, sorry, two-year cycle or something like that. Um, their games generally take a long, long time because they have the budget. Not only do they have the budget, they got the studios to sit here and take all this time and and craft this game, so... I've seen the trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6, and I think it's going to be a, a, a crazy-ass game. I already know it's going to have a lot of controversy, as it already do now. There's people already trying to sue Rockstar for that game. Uh, the dude with the tattoos in the trailer is trying to sue because it's based off of him. The, as the There's a real guy out there called the Florida Joker who has his face tattooed. He was in the news, and they did a parody of him. But one thing he don't know is that Companies like that are protected from lawsuits based on parody. So he can sit there and try to sue for the likeness and whatnot, but you know, GTA is always listed as a parody. So therefore, you really can't sue. Lindsay Lohan did the same thing. She tried to sue, um, claiming one of the characters or whatever was based on her, but I don't know. I think it kind of fell on deaf ears. Uh, but grant that photo, man. It, it's, it's a... Um, cultural phenomenon but it wasn't always like a cultural phenomenon um the first grand theft auto i played or at least i've heard of grand theft auto was part three and that dropped um in 2001 for the playstation 2 before that there was two other gtas and they were completely different from gta 3 um they were more of a 2d uh, type video game um basically from a top view it wasn't like a 3d game gta 3 was like the first 3d uh, grand theft auto that came to us um and that shit just blew everything out the water but i'm not really going to talk about the first gtas i never played them uh, i'm going to go through like mostly the uh current gtas uh starting from part three and uh, you know i found the list of the best and worst uh grand theft auto games yes they are really like not i want to say the worst but the least ranking like the not the not the the not so popular Grand Theft Autos. Um, they, you know, a lot of uh, different websites compile a list of what's the best and the worst. You'd be surprised what um, most of these websites are considering the best Grand Theft Auto. And I know what you're thinking. It's it. You know, I'm not even going to spoil it. So uh, I did find a list of the best and worst Grand Theft Auto. 
Uh, let me hit the the website real quick. It's on I think um, Game Rant. So Game Rant has the best and worst GTA games. I'm gonna tell you right now. I think the best GTA game I've played. I think ooh, it's a toss up between San Andreas and Vice City. I don't know because I'm a big '80s dude, so Vice City definitely. Uh, caught my attention but san andreas was just a much bigger game with a much bigger storyline it covered a lot more a lot more ground than let's say vice city vice city was more like inspired by scarface and i think that's why i liked it but i don't know it wasn't very much doing vice city compared to um compared to san andreas but i did find that list ranking like the best and worst grand theft autos um this was written actually just two days ago from the website game ramp and they did a list of uh the games from worst to best so, like some of the shit might piss you off because you might not agree with this list i mean everybody has their uh their favorite their best their worst whatever um so i'm not even gonna go through like uh, the whole synopsis and stuff like that if you play grand theft auto enough you know how it works and you know the whole dynamic so um it did like add a couple of bullets to this it said um one of them is the success of GTA Online has propelled Grand Theft Auto 5 to remain popular and continue drawing in fans years after its release. I mean, the shit came out on three different systems and three different generations, so that kind of kept people like busy, and it helped Rockstar raise a lot of money for GTA 6. All right, I'm going to get right into that list, and you may not agree with it, whatever. I don't know. That's completely up to you. But uh, they got a number 11, all right, so it's, uh, I guess, 11. Grand Theft Auto... The very, very first Grand Theft Auto. I never played it. I've seen it. It doesn't look as fun. I didn't really care much for it. Um, it dropped on February 28th of 1998. And it came out for the PS1, the computer, uh, PC, and the Game Boy Color. All right. It says, the game that started it all had chunky, I'm sorry, clunky controls, which made driving near impossible. But it had charm regardless. The ability to get into any car made Grand Theft Auto a hit and set the bedrock for this franchise to dominate in the gaming industry. So it was more like a top scroller type deal. It was very basic, but it still had like the same dynamics of stealing cars and going into different places and of course shooting people, running them over. It had the same, same deal. But I mean, if you gave a kid that game to play today and they'll be like, what the fuck is this? This this is some bullshit. Like my grandparents played this type game, but um, I never got into it because again, the very first Grand Theft Auto I was introduced to, and I'll never forget when I seen the commercial and the trailer for it, I was like, I have to have that game. So that was the first. This one I never fucking played. Uh, number 10, Grand Theft Auto Advance. Yeah, there was a uh, Grand Theft Auto made for the Game Boy Advance. Um, if you've been around long enough, you remember the Game Boy Advance. In fact, it was like the very first Grand Theft Auto to go on a Nintendo system. I don't know if we're ever going to see that happen again. Um, it says uh, Grand Theft Auto Advance. It was released October 26 of uh, 2004. It says, one of the lesser-known Grand Theft Auto games follow a similar style to Grand Theft Auto and Grand Theft Auto 2, contrasting with the first two GTA games. GTA Advance has vehicle-based missions and is easier to play than the original games. Uh, it said it combined with vibrant graphics to keep the game enjoyable. Um, it says that it's an enjoyable top-down perspective game, and the only reason why it's ranked the lowest in the list is because it's hardware limitations, which is not fair because it's a Game Boy Advance. It's not like it's playing on a... Uh, a PS2, so you know, Game Boy Advance, you only could you get what you get. I mean, it wasn't like the most powerful console or handheld at the time. And of course, number nine, Grand Theft Auto 2. So, again, it's the same as Grand Theft Auto, the original, the top scroll down. Never played it, never really 
prepared for it, but it came out even for the Dreamcast. It came out February 13th, um, 1999, and it came out for the original PlayStation and the Game Boy. It says, people love Grand Theft Auto 2 for its improvements to police chases, weapons, driving, blah, blah, blah. No longer was a shaky camera getting in the way and causing mayhem. Uh, with the sequel being a massive improvement over the original in every shape, way, or form. I mean, that's what a, a sequel is supposed to do. It's supposed to build better than the original game. But other than that, it was it's a top-scroller game, I guess. At the time, it was cool, but it wasn't, you know... Like I said, you give that to a kid nowadays, they'll, you know... They probably toss that shit out the window or something. Uh, let's see, number eight, Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories. So, Vice City Stories was basically, um, I guess you could say a spinoff of Vice City, and it was like specifically catered to the PSP, but it did eventually come out for the PlayStation 2, and it came out October 31st of, uh, let's say, 2006. It's, and uh, this one was in 3D. Again, it was basically a separate story. Of, uh, of the original Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I guess you could say it was like a DLC of its time. It said, uh, GTA Vice City Stories is a prequel to the Grand Theft Auto Vice City that was released for the PSP and later for the PS2. Due to its limited availability, relatively not many people got the chance to play Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories. It received favorable reviews on the PSP, but mediocre reviews for the PS2. Uh, its negative reviews on the PS2 can't be attributed to its upscaling, which didn't turn out as well. Because the game was specifically designed for the PSP, so they figured, you know, we can make a little extra cash uh, and port it directly to the PS, the slightly more powerful PS2, but it, it really didn't catch on like that. People seen it as a cash grab, but if you had like a PSP, you know, the ability to, to take uh, GTA on the go, that was like the big selling point. And they should have just kept it on uh, the PSP and just don't, shouldn't have even bothered putting it on the PS2. It already had its own uh, Vice City and, and San Andreas and shit like that. There was no point. Uh, so another, um, the next one, number seven, Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories, took more of an Asian take on on the, the Grand Theft Auto series, and it's seen its, uh, no, I'm sorry, no, 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 that's Chinatown Wars. This one um, was a separate story from the, uh, GTA 3. And this came out for like a whole bunch of different systems. Came out for PS2, PS3, Vita, PSP, the cell phone, whatever. It came out uh, October 25th, 2005. And again, it was a third person view, sandbox, you know, that type of deal. It says here, after the massive success of 3D Grand Theft Auto titles, Rockstar decided to add the universe of these games by releasing prequels to both GTA 3 and Vice City. The former arrived first in the form of Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories, and it's one of the better and more notable games on the PSP. I vaguely remember this um, Grand Theft Auto. I did play it. I did have a PSP at the time, and I think I did have uh, Liberty City Stories. I, it's not the most memorable um, storyline. However, though, if you compared it to uh, Vice City Stories, mm -hmm. this was the better of the two. Um, so a hell of a lot, too. And then again, they did the same shit. They ported it. Not only to the PS2, but eventually it did come out for other um, platforms, including um, Android and Apple iOS, which I never I never even knew it came out for the, uh, the iPhone, but I do remember it coming out for Android. Um, it also says, that, again, the placement of this game on the list is mainly due to the limitation of the PSP itself, since many people agree that Liberty City Stories is a fine addition to the legacy. So the, if you had a PSP at the time, the shit was basically like a, um, a shrunken down uh, PS2. It was slightly less powerful, but it was able to, to produce enough polygons in color like a PS2. It just wasn't as, uh, not only was it as smooth, but it also came on that little UMD disc shit um, at the time. 
So the next one here is Grand Theft Auto Chinatown War. So the funny thing about this, and I lied earlier, I did say that uh, G the original GTAs, um, they were the first on the Nintendo system, but it wouldn't be the last because number six was Chinatown Wars. So they kind of went backwards with this and went back to the whole um, isometric top-down view, but just more of a 3D pop-up. And it came out for the PSP, the DS, uh, Nintendo DS, and of course the cell phones. And it came out on March 17th, 2009. Now, I didn't play this one, but I heard a lot of good things um, about this particular Grand Theft Auto. Uh, but I never played it, though. It says, um, <clears throat> it says, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars is the most exceptional um, Grand Theft Auto spinoff game. Released for Android, the Nintendo DS, the PSP, so on and so on. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars be becomes more enjoyable as players dive into it. So it says Chinatown Wars is played from the... Uh, top-down perspective, providing an experience reminiscent of the first two Grand Theft Autos, but more profound, leaving a trail of destruction in the player's wake in Chinatown Wars, um, its lunacy at its finest. And again, it was more, like I said, it was top-down, but it was more like a 3D, more modern version or take of the original Grand Theft Auto games. Uh, number five, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Dude, I remember when this game came out, so back in the day, I, like, I was in high school when this shit came out, and <laughs> the way that everybody would brag about getting a video game was people would bring like something from the video game, whether it be a poster, the game case, the di I had a dude, there was a dude that bought the whole game case with the disc in it. Like he wasn't going to get robbed of this. It was risky at the time. But yeah, it was like, oh man, yeah, I got the game. Well, how do you know? You know, because we didn't have like camera phones. So it was like, you know, people bought the game case with them and shit. Different time. It was a weird time. But Vice City, I mean, um. Yeah, Vice City is perhaps one of my favorite, um, if not my favorite Grand Theft Auto game. Um, and it and it's weird because it came out literally a year after um, GTA 3, which only tells me that there were two different studios working on these Rockstar games because that was perhaps the closest gap um, between Grand Theft Autos I think I've seen. Um, now, each Grand Theft Auto is years apart. So uh, GTA Vice City at first came out for the PS2 and then eventually did come out on the Xbox. In fact, um, I think Vice City was the first um, GTA to come out on the Xbox because you had the, the Xbox fanboys were crying like, oh, you know, we can't play Grand Theft Auto because it's a PlayStation exclusive, which technically it really wasn't a PlayStation exclusive because it was on the PC and it was on Game Boy. All right, so my phone's restarting. I'll get back to that list in a bit. But yeah, Vice City was my favorite. I think my favorite part of that game, um, no, you couldn't swim in that game either. Um, I don't know. There was something about going around slashing people with a katana and then the fact that they had uh, the 80s cars like you will see in like Miami Vice. They even had a DeLorean in that game, but it was called the Deluxo. And like the knockoff games, the knockoff cars had me fucking rolling. But the fact that they had a... The fact they had a DeLorean in it was pretty fun, so. But um, I'd say that was probably, like, one of the top-selling games. Not a lot of people liked it, but um, let's see here. Oh, shit, let me go back to that list and finish up. Uh, give me one second. Nope, that's not what I wanted to see. I was going to read the synopsis to it. Just give me a second. I've been having, like, issues with this fucking phone for some reason. Uh, restarting my service and all this other stuff, so let me see something real quick. I'll get back into it. Eh, where's that list at? Where's that list? trying to get through this list before it cuts off again because I fucking hate this phone. Uh, no, Chinatown Wars, uh, Vice City. All right, so it says, in Grand Theft Auto Vice City, players rise from rags to riches. as Tommy Versetti, including an airport, 
uh, marinas and the taxi cab company, all that shit. Grand Theft Auto Vice City captures the essence of Miami, the ability to purchase um, houses. I mean, you were able to purchase shit in the um, in Grand Theft Auto 3, but the fact that you could purchase like mansions and stuff like that really gave you the, the whole, uh, you know, uh, Scarface thing going on there. Um, it says, one feature that made Vice City stand out is the shopping mall. An even more interactive shopping mall should be part of the next GTA game, where the players are doing uh, pizza boy deliveries, taking law into their own hands. You were even a taxi driver in the game, so that was also, like, another cheap little way to make money. And, like, that's what I did, too. When I was done with the storyline, I just fucking played, like, taxi and just pick up passages and shit. That, I mean, once you finish GTA, that's all you can really do is... Uh, at that time, just drive around and do, like, extra side shit. Now you got GTA Online, where you can, like, do a lot more beyond the storyline. Uh, next one here. Now, this one was perhaps, I think, like, one of the biggest selling Grand Theft Autos is uh, San Andreas. So San Andreas kind of broke the mold because it had its, like, first black protagonist. Um, it had three cities, or more or less, yeah, three major cities in one. And it was, at the time, like, the largest on-scale Grand Theft Auto game. But also, the soundtrack was perhaps like one of the best because the game took place in 1992. So if you're a 90s, you know, 90s kid or whatever, 80s baby, you like they had soundtracks uh, reminiscent of the time of that game. So this game came out for virtually fucking everything. But at the when it first came out, it came out for um, the PS2 and the Xbox. But it did get ported over to like the 360 and other shit. So it came out October 26. 2004 and again this was a big big deal um it says released in early 2000s gta vice city and san andreas are often compared to one another while vice city is a charming small city the scale of san andreas gives it the edge san andreas was inspired by the late 80s and early 90s gangster rap era which is when the game is set so you play as cj right one of the most popular uh gta protagonists i think in the GTA world. Uh, it says uh, players are immersed in the world rife with possibilities. The game has a progression system that allows players to upgrade their character after completing tasks like working out, riding a bike. And it was also like the first GTA where you could get fat, you could get billed, you get cut, you get skinny. So it was like way detailed to, you know, to your character. You get haircuts, you grow your hair out. It had a lot of shit to do. So it had a lot of replay value. But at the same time, it kept you entertained to where like, you didn't have to start the story mode over. You just play and do more shit. But then, of course, it had like, um, what you know, you could you were, you were able to fly planes. And the crazy part about this is that CJ's black, but he was able to swim in the game versus like Vice City and GTA Three, where those guys were white and they couldn't swim. So like CJ and uh, San Andreas was the first Grand Theft Auto where you were able to swim. Before that, if you jumped in the water, you just drowned. And that shit used to piss me off because when the car goes into the water, that was it. You were you was dead. You couldn't even get out. <laughs> you just fucking drowned with the car. All right, so look, there's down down to the last three Grand Theft Autos, and you'll be surprised what the number one Grand Theft Auto is according to this list of all time. Again, you may or may not disagree. I already told you. I think the number one Grand Theft Auto is, like I said, I'm tied between Vice City and San Andreas, but number three is Grand Theft Auto Three. It dropped on the PS2. On October 23rd, 2001, I remember when uh, Christmas time came around, I got both an Xbox and the PlayStation 2. And with the PlayStation 2, they got me Grand Theft Auto 3. We played that shit for hours. I mean, hours. And I think the most memorable thing to this game has to be the soundtrack. 
it was it was no other game like this where you were able to get into a car, listen to a radio in the game, drive around, do stupid shit, listen to the music. There was nothing like it at the time. It says Grand Theft Auto's first adventure in 3D was way ahead of its time when it was released, playing as Claude. So that character, nobody knew this guy's name. He had no name in the game. But um, years past, Rockstar actually said that this man name was Claude Speed and people stuck with it but everybody just knows the guy as a guy with no name um you played as claude um gave grand theft auto a protagonist with a name and a face making the series more memorable later games in the series would not be where they are today if it wasn't for the leaps and bounds of grand theft auto 3 and of course in grand theft auto 3 it introduced cars like the cheetah the banshee the infernus and the stinger these are cars obviously uh parodied and based on real life cars um but it was like anything it was it was like again it was it was it broke the mode for sandbox games the first two grand theft autos you couldn't even see who you were playing with you didn't even know who the hell you were playing with you just played with a character but this guy actually he didn't speak in the game but he he was a person that you can actually see in the cutscenes and everything else and as you played this was like this was like a guy so it made it more immersed um versus like the top down grand theft auto games all right, down to the last two Grand Theft Auto games. Which one is the best one? We're going to find out. Number two, Grand Theft Auto 5. Grand Theft Auto 5 made number two. That shit came out for virtually every goddamn system that you could think of. The game is older than... It's old. The game is damn... It's, it's already 10 years old, Grand Theft Auto uh, 5. Dropped on September 17, 2013. This game... Came out for virtually every fucking system that you could think of. Um, I remember when it came out, I got it for the PS3. And um, <laughs> it was a big deal. Like, New York had a bunch of ads and shit for this game. Um, came out for the PS3. It was pretty big for, for a PS3 game. Um, it says, in GTA 5, players are brought back to San Andreas. Only this time around, players play three different characters. As part of the joint storyline, bold and ambitious GTA 5 is a massive game filled with numerous activities like golf, darts, visiting, an amusement park, and um, with the budget, um, and there's a lot more you can do in the game. Now, this game, before GTA 6, this game was a $250 million budget. And if I'm not mistaken, this game, I think, was on a development cycle of, what, five to seven years it took to make this game. So you can imagine, back then, it took GTA, it took Rockstar... 250 million dollars to make gta 5 but it's taking them two billion dollars to make gta 6 which means they are throwing every single asset resource anything into this game this is like obviously a no fail game if rockstar was to flop on gta 6 it would probably literally bankrupt that fucking company altogether however though i don't think that's the case because there were rumors about gta 6 copies costing over a hundred dollars but I think Rockstar made it clear that they have three different tiers of GTA 6 coming out. The base base GTA game is $70, but there is an addition you can pay like $150 for, and it comes with like other crazy shit. Um, it says GTA 5 is an open world action adventure game that is full to the brim with content and deserves the moniker of being the best game in the series that players can check out in addition to the first person mode. Now, to be clear, the first person mode was not available in the PS3 version when it first came out. That came along when the PS4 version and the PS5 version came out. Now, I'm one of those people that bought all three fucking versions of this game. I've been doing it forever. So, like, I bought the PS3 version. 
I bought the PS4 version and the PS5 version. There are big differences between all of them. The PS5 version, you can change the graphics. PS4, you can switch between third and first person view. And then PS3 was just PS3. You just played what the fuck was there. But the PS5, you were able to change the graphics uh, between performance, fidelity. You could change the, uh, it changed the frame rate, the textures, the ray tracing, all that shit. It was like the, um, the definitive edition of GTA 5. But what really stood out with GTA 5 was the online. The online was around since the PS3 version, but it wasn't as uh, robust as it is now. That, that GTA online has made Rockstar so much fucking money that they have the money and the time to craft GTA 6 because they're constantly getting money off of Grand Theft Auto Online because people are still playing it. People are still buying the DLCs. They're buying all the skins, the clothes, everything. The game is still going now. A lot of people will probably ask, like, what's going to happen with GTA 5 online when GTA 6 closed down? They're probably going to just shut, I mean, like, when uh, GTA 6 come out, they're probably just going to shut it down. Because at that point, I don't know if they're going to have the server space to run GTA 5 online and GTA 6 online. But let's be real, GTA 6 online is not going to be available right away. It's probably going to come about a month or so after the storyline is released because that's what they did with uh, GTA 5. Alright, so the number one Grand Theft Auto game of all time on this list. And I think people are now starting to realize that shit a little bit more too. Because at the time, this, this Grand Theft Auto came out, I don't know how popular it was. But this one, over time, did get really, really popular. And it's been like a, um, a demand to remaster uh, this particular Grand Theft Auto game. So the number one game that, uh, GTA game they have on here is Grand Theft Auto 4. As the number one GTA game of all time. I might have to disagree with that, though. I, I'm not quite sure on GTA 4 being the best of all time. I mean, it's it's in New York. I mean, that's a good thing, but, you know, it's... I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's funny, because I don't even think I ever finished GTA 4. The last time I played GTA 4 on the PS3 was... Um, God, it was, a, it was a minute ago, I'll be honest. I got bored one day. I put it in. I started playing a little bit of storyline. The dialogue is pretty dope, though. I ain't gonna lie. And I do like um, Nico Bellic as a character. Uh, that game dropped on April 29th, 2008, which is different because normally Rockstar drops their games usually like October, November, but this one came out in April, so it was a little bit different. Uh, it came out for the 360, the PS3, and the PC, and of course developed by Rockstar. It says Grand Theft Auto 4 is set in Liberty City, again, a fictional replica of New York City. This time around, players are put in the shoes of Nico Bellic, an immigrant from Yugoslavia. It's funny I mentioned Yugoslavia because it never mention in the game where he was from you just knew that he was an eastern block um dude who has fought in um wars civil wars at the time he mentioned it a few times but nobody um i guess now i'm just finding out he was from yugoslavia uh he sets out to get revenge on two men who betrayed him during the war gta 4 stands out for its similarities to new york city an interesting story and dating missions its driving is realistic instead of arcade like some complained that the driving was too realistic i gotta agree the driving in that game sucked them games are, the, the physics on some of the cars are just a little bit too much. It was almost like Rockstar turned up some of the physics on some of the cars to the fucking max. Some cars are damn near not drivable at all. Like some most cars, they tailspin. Um, they have no sort of traction control to them whatsoever. It was a bit much. 
Um, but it won't, but um, to continue on that, it says, uh, but that won't stop many from going back for another playthrough. The game's grounded story and somber moments make it one of the most tragic stories that Rockstar has ever told. Even if the title is full to the brim with the classic whimsy um, that has made GTA series so popular to begin with. Um, yeah, and not to mention, it spawned two DLCs. So GTA 4 is the first, um, uh, technically... Uh, the first GTAs with DLCs to download, actually. Because if you think about it, Vice City and Vice City Stories, Vice City Stories was kind of like a DLC in itself. But this one had the Ballad of Gay Tony and the Lost and the Damned. Um, I bought the GTA 3, I mean the GTA 4 that came with uh, Ballad of Gay Tony and the Lost and the Damned. I haven't finished neither one of those. But I owe it to myself to go back and at least finish GTA 4 and then try to finish up the... Uh, the other two DLCs, but um, I'm not going to read too much into um, the the two DLCs, The Lost and the Damned, and um, The Ballad of Gay Tony, but I, I, I don't know, I don't think GTA 4 is the best um, <laughs> GTA out there, I, I don't think so, it is enjoyable, but I honestly don't think it's the best GTA, but um, yeah, now again, there's not very much to tell what's coming up with uh, Grand Theft Auto 6, we just know that it's not coming out for the PS4. It's not coming out for Xbox One. So if you have those systems, you're not getting GTA 6. Sorry about that. And then um, 2025. But if I was guessing, if I had to pinpoint when that game will come out, it will likely be probably like the fall. Summer or fall of 2025, I think. I mean, summer. the summer will be a great time. But um, if you look at it from a, a marketing profit um, standpoint, it's not a good time to release a video game like that during the summer. People are on vacation, they're out and about, they're, they're not doing too much at home. People are gone, so to release GTA 6 at that time, it's not great. But I think no matter what time they release this game during 2025, it's gonna sell regardless. They could sell that shit on fucking um 9 11 and the game will still sell, it doesn't matter. Um, but I, I, I see it more of a, a fall release for the game. Um, I, I can't wait for the game. I, I think everybody needs to like... I think 2024 should probably be the year of the of least amount of crime. Because I think everybody's going to try to be on like their best behavior before uh, GTA 6 come out. Like, don't fuck up in 2024. Don't, don't do shit. Don't do nothing crazy. Don't get nobody pregnant in 2024. Just stay the course. Do... Do good, survive 2024 so you can make it to 2025 and play GTA 6. So don't fuck up and get somebody pregnant or kill somebody, whatever. Save that for the game. Don't fuck it up in real life because I'm going to be um, on my best behavior next year so I can try to get to this game. I mean, people are like, some people are like, well, it's just a video game. It's just a video game. But if you follow Grand Theft Auto long enough, you know that it's a fucking cultural phenomenon and there's a lot of people that can't wait for this game it took 12 years to make two billion dollars and probably every asset rock rockstar games has um to make this game so this is it's gonna be something special i i promise i'm sure rockstar will make that money back with no problem and of course if they, when they drop the online of um of uh, gta 6 it's gonna make its money back regardless and then when will we see the next uh grand theft auto shit I say it'll probably be like another at least 10 years before we probably see a whole new Grand Theft Auto game because they are, they are constantly raising the bar with Grand Theft Auto that the development time is taking longer and longer and longer to make the game because the game is so craft it's crafted in a way that you don't have to release it every year like Call of Duty. 
you can release GTA 6 and that shit will probably be good for at least almost 10 years. And it proved it with GTA 5 because people are still playing GTA 5 online. And that game came out 10 years ago. So Rockstar doesn't have to keep making games. Um, Grand Theft Auto's back to back. It'll be almost impossible. But, you know, there's a lot of shit happening with Rockstar. They're making, um, they're trying to bring Max Payne back. They're trying to, uh, they're remaking the first two Max Payne's already. Um, they're remaking that. There's a lot of shit happening uh, with Rockstar. But we'll, we'll see how this, uh, we'll see how GTA 6 play out, man. I, I, I personally can't wait. Um, again, I think it's going to sell pretty damn well. And um, if you don't have a PS5, you're, you're going to be shit out of luck. If you don't have an Xbox Series X, you're going to be shit out of luck. By then, I think most people um, would, should probably already have the system already. I mean, it's available. It's not scalped anymore. It is, they're, they're everywhere now. It's not hard to find the PS5. But, you know, if you got to save up some money, so be it. Not everybody's uh, fortunate to get a PS5 right off the rip. So, But, you know, save your money. Save it, you know. Get ready for GTA 6. All right, so hey, thanks for listening to this uh, to this episode. Right, just wanted to cover uh, Rockstar. It was one of those um, topics I wanted that I had like burning in my book that I just wanted to knock out uh, with GTA 6. Again, I was gone for a bit, so I couldn't like do an episode on the date of the trailer. It was just like, all right, well, I got time now. I'll go ahead and fucking knock it out right now. So, sure, why not? All right, so hey, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in for the next episode. Do it again next time. Don't know when. It just happens. It's an unscripted show. So it could be anytime, anywhere. Doesn't really matter. All right, so hey, thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Do it again next time. See you later.